Killian Hayes snaps it to Isaiah Stewart. Cade for three, and it's through! Cade Cunningham from downtown. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host. And, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy weekend here sports-wise. My, my American football team found another way, another creative way to lose a game, which uh, should not be a surprise. But my baseball team, though, man, go Guardians. The guards knocking off the, uh, who they play? The Rays in like 15 innings yesterday. That was crazy. And friends, I don't know if you've done anything card-wise the last couple days, but let me just say I've been uh, listening to some other podcasts. I've been thinking things through. I actually doing some research on card ladder, market movers, like considering where we're at in this this point in the, hey, it's still the off season. And I don't, I don't care what your favorite player or what Bones Highland or Trey Murphy did tonight. Uh, there, there are players in the preseason that are going to get lots of playing time that once, once October 18th or 19th rolls around, the, the beginning of the real NBA season, some of these guys won't get to play much at all. We're just seeing what they can do, you know, uh, in the meantime. We're seeing what they can do with, with whatever opportunities they get. And some guys I'm very intrigued by. Some guys I'm like, eh, yeah, uh, huh. you know, I don't, I don't really know what to think about that lineup or about what, what players are playing, what players are sitting out. Some guys seem to want to play every minute of the preseason to get back in shape. And other guys, you know. They're sitting out or they're injured. And I, I just want to remind you, and, and you guys know, sometimes I'm reminding myself with these thoughts that it is just the preseason. I am paying attention to certain things like, all right, is that guy healthy? You know, that guy that's returning from injury, that Bradley Beal or that Kawhi Leonard or Zion Williamson, Damian Lillard, like what players are healthy that maybe when we last saw them or they were their team was in the playoffs man they they didn't get to play cuz they were hurt so i'm watching for that i'm also watching for players that as they are getting opportunities you know are they running with the starting lineup are they playing against other starting lineups are they getting a lot of minutes why are they getting those minutes you know you heard me if you listen to our team scout with Paris Sharkey of the Memphis Grizzlies that was great that uh, we got to have some time with him on our last episode and just say who who is Santi Aldama Santi Aldama number one he's that's the best name in the entire league to say uh but number two yeah is he going to get a lot of minutes with Jaron Jackson out until maybe December you know and uh and then to think through well what what uh you know if anything should I be buying or selling right now because Basketball cards, you guys, overall, basketball cards are still down. They're still down. They're still bargains. They're going to continue to be bargains. For some of the big names, you might find, hey, uh, when the season starts and as they perform better, you might see some jump in sales or jump in prices for those first few weeks. But I am here to tell you, just based on what little research I have done, uh, buying season is going to be with us for a while. In fact, don't rush to buy, right? If you're like me, 
you you have already bought some things in the last couple months and you're like i'm i'm glad i have that card but i'm also hoping i could sell that card or i'm glad i have that card and psa <laughs> I, I here i am with a, a group submission of seven cards and uh at any minute i'm going to get a notification saying hey they're shipping to you tomorrow you know they're they're done here's your grades and I'm not that guy that waits till the the package arrives and then I open it up. You know, I I like to, I want to know, you know, I want to, I'm excited to find out. Today, maybe you're excited to find out who will be next on our countdown. We have counted down the best players to invest in top investments as we enter the season. And if you listen to, it was a few episodes ago now, we counted down from 30 to 21. Let me check this out. I'm I'm looking at our... um, episode history. Some of you guys might uh, love the topics or things that we've covered over these last couple of months, especially if you're new or newer to the hobby, that Basketball Cards 101 series uh, is great for you, great for us. Yeah, so last Thursday we released which players to buy preseason basketball card rankings from 30 down to 21. So we're going over the top 30. We counted down. We were 30, Jordan Poole. 29, Desmond Bain, 28, Scotty Barnes. And see, pay no attention to what Scotty Barnes did not do on the court tonight for Toronto. They had a preseason game. He played terrible, terrible Scotty Barnes. Let me let me just read this for you. Because uh, we, we sometimes want to anoint these guys as like perfect superhuman stars already. Scotty Barnes in 24 minutes had seven points. Two for six shooting from the field. No threes. Eight rebounds. Zero assists. Three turnovers. Good job, Scotty. Like, do I expect that to be Scotty Barnes's stat line at any point in the regular? No. But it's the preseason, right? It's the preseason when... Uh, you, you don't need me to keep going over these, but the Pelicans... They started Trey Murphy. So instead of, for some reason, Brandon Ingram felt like sitting out tonight, maybe he wanted to wear his green jogging suit again. Trey Murphy played 26 minutes in his place and scored 27 points. Good old point a minute, T. Murphy the third. So don't read into the preseason, but do know that as we count down, we get to 27, Jalen Brunson, 26, Cat, 25, Jalen Green, 24, Dame, 23, SGA, 22, Spida. Do the spiders make any noises? 21, Clay Thompson. Now today we start start us off at number 20. I'm going to count down to 17 and then we'll take a break. Uh, I want to do a little deeper dive now that we're into the top 20. Number 20, drum roll please. Brrr, drum roll. I've been working on my sound effects. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, guys. High risk, high reward. He could jump to the top 10 here. I put this on my list. He could jump to the top 10 with a big start. Uh, Zion's one of those guys. Yep, he's healthy. But, yep, he's rusty. Tonight, Zion Williamson in, uh, you know, maybe he missed Brandon Ingram more than he's letting on because Zion, in 24 minutes, maybe he was doing his Scotty Barnes impression, right? Hey, man, it's just a preseason. You don't need me to score. He just had eight points in 24 minutes. Three of seven from the field. At least he made his three. Nine boards, all right. Five assists, I see you. Oh, man, if you watch that game, maybe he did the point Zion thing, you know? Point forward. Zion Williamson, people, has that potential 
in a healthy year to average 25 to 30 to maybe even more points a game. In this high-octane offense that now has C.J. McCollum, certainly Brandon Ingram coming into his own as an all-star, and they're surrounding these guys with some better players, some Herb Jones. Jose Alvarado came back down to earth tonight with four points. Man, he's one of those that had a great preseason opener. But but Zion, yeah, I, I love that opportunity for a short-term pop. In fact, I'd love to hear from you if you've already bought Zion's or if you're buying now and you're like, yep, I'm getting the PSA 10 base prism rookie or I'm getting the PSA 10 silver at a great price still, but in four to six weeks, you hope to flip it, to sell it. Uh, if he makes the all-star team, there'll be another spike. If they make the playoffs, another spike. But I don't expect, and I'm willing to be wrong because you don't have to invest in all these people. Like if, if there's players on my list that you're like, you know what? I just don't see it. And even if I did, I'm not going to invest in all 30 players. Every one of these guys presents a possibility that you're going to miss out. And I'm going to miss out. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. So I, I'm willing to say I'll probably miss out on some Zion profits because I don't think he can stay healthy for a season. I'm concerned about the rest of his career, given what we've seen in the last, in his first three years. So I love him, though, as a talent. And when he's on the court, oh, my word. And he is fun to watch. He is he sells tickets like people want to come see Zion when he's in town. So he's number 20. I like him as an investment. This may be, you know, if if personally I'm wrong and dude stays healthy all year, then then you guys will all laugh at me and say, look at all the money we made or look at the cards that we got, the long term deals. Maybe you want to hold on to him for a while because he's has the potential to be that generational player. So Zion Williamson, number 19, Devin Booker, D-Book. Phoenix's scoring star, his cards could keep falling with these Suns flops in the playoffs. Now they're just getting beaten by better clutch teams. But Devin Booker, 25 to 30 a night. He's going to have another great season. And uh, he's been consistent. And his 2015 rookies are harder to find than a lot of the guys on this list. Shorter pops, shorter grade counts, um, shorter print runs, all that stuff. I like Devin Booker. I put him on this list because he's one of the most prolific scorers in the league. And I think somebody on Phoenix is worth, um, in fact, Chris Paul is like, I don't want to spoil it, but Chris Paul is not, not in the top 30 right now, but he's knocking on the door. Okay. I like Devin Booker more as a long-term buy. And by long-term, I mean, I guess if you want to buy some now, there's some, there's some very sweet deals on Devin Booker's, uh, in fact, this is this is a low point of the year as far as price goes for Booker. So you can go for it, but you can also say, hey, man, if Phoenix is going back to the finals, then it's worth holding until then. Or if you're a big Phoenix fan, I think he's a good long-term buy and hold. I think there's more profit to be made if you buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. But if you want to buy and hold a great card, I'm, I'm not going to you know criticize you. Devin Booker, number 19. Number 18. Number 18. Brrr. Tyrese Maxey. Yes, that's right. The Philadelphia Sixers superstar young guard who had his breakout last season who looks like, hey man, it's just the preseason. Don't call Tyrese Maxey an all-star. Okay, I won't. I won't. But I will call him number 18 on my list because he is still a good deal. You can still find a lot of great cards of his raw 
cheap, get them graded, have them back in time for the All-Star break, or have them back in time for the Philadelphia 76ers deep run in the playoffs with P.J. Tucker, with Montrez Harrell, with that, that whole new lineup that they have. But make no mistake about it, Tyrese Maxey is energy, and he is the future of not just the Sixers. <laughs> I think we're seeing more and more high-energy players make a difference in the hobby, and I like even just using that phraseology about him. There's energy players who they get the ball, they make their teams better. They score, they dish, they drive, they can do three-pointers. Bones Highland, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, Darius Garland. I'm starting to just be drawn towards those kinds of guys. But he's a bargain being the next superstar in a big playoff market. Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey autographs. You want to talk about a card that hasn't been going down? Those cards have been hot for six months. I know because I've been I've been waiting. Like I've been I've been, I've been watching those prices. You guys will hear me talk about Maxi a lot because again, he's one of the names on my list where you might say, uh, Gary, there's a case that, that Tyrese Maxi as a player is isn't yet any better than the last ten names on your list. Devin Booker, Zion, Clay, Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis Alex, Damian Lillard. What are you like, what are you kidding me? That's really not the point. It's that his cards <laughs> are new, cheap. People don't realize how good he is yet. They think he's still the third, fourth, or fifth best player in his draft class. And I'm here to say he's a lot closer to them and ahead of more of them than you think. Tyrese Maxey, number 18. Number 17, then we'll take a break. In the same vein of energy, a young player who feels like a buy now, especially when a lot of his cards are just now coming out and he is showing that he is worthy of building a franchise around. It's Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. And I'll just be honest with you. Like, if I were ranking, like, Gary's favorites, like, I just tell you the guys that I like a lot, Tyrese Maxey would be way ahead of Cade, all right? But Cade, <laughs> the, the maturity, the all-around, like, having a whole franchise dedicated to you and building around you and adding guys like Ivy and Sadiq Bey and Marvin Bagley the third, all the stuff they're doing there. Uh, but Cade is is worth it. Here's the deal. Cade's cards right now are rookie cards. They are still at a premium. They're still high because the Prism rookies just came out. Select and Mosaic have yet to come out. And he's still like the hot young name to get if you're into buying and prospecting this year's rookie class. On one hand, I'd say, man, be smart, shop around, don't pay the new guy prices, the new card prices, right? Wait till they've been out a while. Uh, the Cade Cunningham base prism rookie, a well-centered one, when it first came out, you couldn't find it anywhere for less than $100. Now, I mean, I got it at a card show three weeks ago for $10. Now, three weeks later, I wouldn't even, I don't know if I'd give $5 for that card. I would be shopping around for Cade Silver, Cade Purple Wave, Cade Optic Blue Velocity, Cade Autograph Cards. And even with those, I'd say, you know what, maybe I should just wait till December 22nd. Not a random date. I'll explain in a minute. Let's take a break. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Yeah, we're going to continue this countdown right away. I uh, have got some exciting news coming up about our podcast, Hoops and Cards podcast. Getting more connected, shall we say. In fact, if you listened on Friday to my friend Paul and uh, Sports Card Strategy Show, we recorded the basketball card episode going through the Western Conference and picking our best plays as far as our risky pick, our best investment play, and uh, just players to watch on every Western Conference team. That's a lot of fun. So check out nooffseason.com, uh, a great site, great podcast, and uh, and grateful for Paul. Uh, also want to shout out uh, sports card investor and market movers. Just a, just a great tool. I'll you'll be hearing a bit more about that in the coming weeks as I uh, I kind of get acquainted with with uh, that as a feature. It's very similar to Card Ladder. A lot to love about both of those sites. So uh, uh, just grateful to to make connections throughout the throughout the sports card world and uh, throughout the basketball world too. Basketballforever.com. Uh, wonderful follow on Instagram and uh, a website too for basketball fans around the globe. So uh, I just try to stay sharp by listening to, reading, uh, connecting with other basketball fans, other content creators. I, I love it. Love what we get to do and uh, love hearing from you guys. So uh, maybe maybe you already know this, but you can message me anytime. Email gary at hoopsandcards.com, gary at hoopsandcards.com or on Instagram, at Hoops and Cards, at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. And if you want to check out our blog at HoopsandCards.com, uh, I've got several uh, sneaky picks, guys that I I like as far as uh, under-the-radar breakout candidates uh, this, this upcoming NBA season. So check out HoopsandCards.com as well. Love to hear any ideas, any questions you have, any takes, or there's something that I said that you're like, dude, you you are so wrong. Um, challenge me. It's fun. I, I, I don't feel like we always have to agree, but it is fun to learn from and sharpen each other. And I love when other people can say, see, I told you so. Jordan Poole is good. I'm like, wow, they were right. I I did not have Jordan Poole as highly ranked, and he's turned out to be pretty sweet. And... uh he looks pretty good as an investment. Some of you guys might have him higher than I did here at number 30. But let's get back to our list, all right? We uh, just went from 20 to 17. We're going to go from 16 down to 13 in just a matter of five minutes. Can I do that in five minutes? I shouldn't, I shouldn't like, promise that and then take 12. But if you are the Davey and Erica's of the world, if you are the Boston Celtic fans out there, oh, you're going to love these next four. Well, at least two of them. You're not going to love one of them, but you're going to love two of the four. So 50% Celtic love happening here. Number 16, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. He's not the, the sidekick. He's not the the second option. He is, he is one or 1A. One okay? This is an Olympian. This is a multi-time all-star. This is a guy who's going to be 
at the top of his game and keeping the Celtics at the top of the standings over the next five years, Jalen Brown. Like, candidate for all defensive team, 25-point scorer. He started out last season. Ha, 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 ha. Do you remember that? One year ago, people, Jalen Brown, not Jason, Jalen Brown, started out the season averaging close to 30 a game. I kid you not. Not kid, IU. I wonder how Yoda would say, I kid you not. Not kid, IU. <laughs> like, how would he do it? Anyway, Jalen Brown is awesome. So a strong start to this season again. That usually is going to mean good things for his card value. I like the uh, him as a, at times, just because he's not as big a name as Tatum for some reason, right? He's not as tall. I, I, I don't know, like he's older. He wasn't as hyped when he came out of college. Jalen Brown's awesome. Like, stop apologizing for him, all right? He is, he is a superstar. So it's not Jason Tatum's team to carry around. It's not like these uh, – it's, it's more like these guys are equals, and people in Boston know that. People in Brooklyn found that out when they tried to trade for him. Like, you're not just – you're not going to get Jalen Brown for a rental of KD for six months, and then he's going to get upset and want to leave. Like, you have a superstar on your hands, and uh, you hang on to him. Jalen Brown, you know, I talked about energy guys earlier. Oh, and the card market, because he is uh, less appreciated or less popular for whatever reason, you can find, if you are patient, some awesome deals. 2016 Optic Hollow, that's the one I like. But really, any Jalen Brown autograph card, any Jalen Brown PSA 10 Silver, again, research what that market is, what the recent sales have been. And uh, if he's a player that you like, I mean, I have him in the top 20. I don't see him really moving out of that list. Um, so let's move to 15. Number 15. Here's the Hall of Famer, not past his prime, but the team is suspect. The team is sus. Do you, do you guys say that? Man, that guy's kind of sus. He's suspect, but he's awesome, and he's Kevin Durant. He's like a, a Victor Webayama, only shorter. See what I did there? KD is... KD is a, uh, one of the best players of this era, guys. KD is a superstar. KD's cards are a good deal right now because every card, like superstar cards, feel like a good deal. But when I put them on this list, I'm thinking of potential upside. And often that potential upside of a player is tied to his team's performance. And often the value of a guy's team's performance is tied to what they're going to do in the playoffs. And quite honestly, I can't tell you you know, if you were my brother or my son or my cousin, or if you were just a podcast listener that I've never met and you're sitting there, you're listening in your, you know, condo in Fort Worth, Texas, and you're going, but yeah, it's Kevin Durant. I'd be going, yeah, but he's on the same team that, that had a meltdown before the season last year, early in the season last year, Kyrie led one, let it, let it a little meltdown. It was a party of one. And and that team had, had issues all throughout the season, and they they were apparently not satisfied with that. They had issues all throughout the off season. <laughs> like KD demands a trade, and then he doesn't. Kyrie demands a trade, and then he doesn't. They all want the Steve Nash coach to get fired, and then they don't. Like, uh, I can't see this team getting past Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, or is there one other team? Miami. Like, I can't see Brooklyn. We, we've seen this movie before, you guys. Like, we, we have seen this happen. 
And then you want to tell me that the answer, guys, the the fit is Ben Simmons. Okay. Like, I mean, the only people, I don't, I mean, like, I don't even go there anymore. ESPN is going to do a feature on the Brooklyn Nets and all the drama. And I'm like, is this March? No, it's October. And they're still doing features and articles on this stuff. I'm like, wake me up when they're a serious contender for the Eastern Conference Finals. And I feel the same way about KD's card values. Unless you're a long-term buy and hold, which, by the way, he's one of the best long-term buy and hold guys. He is. He is. Right? Do they have the talent to come out of the gate with Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving and, and start the season 15-1? and one? Yeah. They do. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's, it's a tease, okay? It's a tease. Even if they start the season that way, they're not going to finish that way. So, and if, and if I was you and I loved Brooklyn, I would love to just, you know, tell me I'm wrong in six months. But Kevin Durant, a good buy, buy and hold for the Hall of Fame. Buy and hold for, you know, does he have? Do they have some good victories ahead of them? Probably. Do I see them this year putting it together? Are they going to put it together with Kyrie on the roster? Uh, I, I think still that, that they're going to blow this roster up. So other than that, man, Kevin Durant's awesome. Uh, his team, not so much. Number 14. Uh, this guy's in a similar situation, only for different reasons. Um, watch for big numbers and leadership, and this guy's performance is going to stand out big time but I expect his team to miss the playoffs and what I'm saying is he's a great player stuck on a on a frustrating team right now and it's LaMelo Ball LaMelo Ball is he one of the best investments now to buy and then sell at the all-star game I think so I I really do I think LaMelo's values are uh, finally maybe where they should be or even a little lower but when people start coming back and buying basketball cards at Christmas or the beginning of the new year or as the All-Star game approacheth, approacheth, LaMelo Ball is going to be one of the first names they think of. And the guy could be averaging eh, close to a triple-double. He could. But he's going to get a taste of what it was like to be DeJounte Murray last year or what it's like to always be Shea Gilgis-Alexander. You're a big-name putting up big numbers on a team that's not going anywhere. And why aren't they going anywhere? I don't know. Miles Bridges, fi- figure that out. Like, do they have a chance to make the play-in? I-, I guess, but have you seen the East? Have you seen the East? They are going to have to do something to, to make up for the loss of Miles Bridges. Uh, but in the meantime, LaMelo Ball is a big enough name and a great enough player and has a bright enough future that I would buy his cards. Like, I think it's the first time in three years because his cards have been at a premium compared to other rookies in his class that he's actually going to get the chance to to have to perform every night, have to put up bigger numbers. We'll see if he can do it. I mean, yeah, he's got Terry Rozier. They've got some other nice pieces around him. But LaMelo Ball, he's number 14. And number 13, we'll wrap it up. I took longer than five minutes already. You Celtics fans are like, when are we going to love this again? And I'm like, Jason Tatum, number 13. Maybe you don't love it because you think Tatum's top five. But I think he's already hit somewhat of a premium. He made the finals this season. He could be an MVP candidate. And I just wrote about him. Strong, long-term value. But will the Celtics get him a chip? That's what we call championships, a chip. 
By the way, I like Doritos Cool Ranch chips. You guys into those? No? You like uh, Snyder's salt and vinegar chips? No, but I did see these chips yesterday that were like buffalo chicken dip flavored chips. That sounds really good. Gourmet, kettle cooked. But Jason Tatum needs a championship. He needs, he's already, he's already been there and done that. He needs an MVP candidate kind of season. I think he can do that. Uh, the reason he's 13 and Devin Booker's 19 because, well, he's a more complete player. Can I just say that? He's a more complete player. He is the face leading his team. He's good. He's younger. Grr. He's younger. And uh, they have a better chance of winning the championship. They have a better chance, Boston. In fact, um, they, they could have done it this past year. They could do it next year. They added Malcolm Brogdon. Malky Brogdy. I love that guy as a player. I don't love him as a card investment, but I would go for Jason Tatum uh, as one of the players to buy at this time of year. Actually, I think you can wait until about December 23rd to buy your Jason Tatum rookies. Why? Because I actually did a, uh, a basically a review of the year graph, the up and down of several high value but yet popular basketball cards. So Ja Morant rookies I looked at. Uh, I looked at Jason Tatum. I looked at uh, Donovan Mitchell. There were a few other big names here. Let me look at my list. Giannis. Oh, yeah. Giannis and, and Luka were on that. The Joker, Luka Doncic, Trey Young. And almost every one of them. And friends, if you tune me out, this is time to tune back in. Like, listen to this. You're going to hear this. Almost every one of the big name established already players their card values had a little bit of growth at the beginning of the season. Like maybe they went up for the first week or two, just a bit, you know, 10, 15%. But then they gradually went down. In November, they, they gradually went down. December, they gradually went down. And then things started to turn around about Christmas time, like about December 23rd, 24th. You see those star cards, those established players like Tatum, Luca, uh, even John Morant, who was having an awesome, like, superstar season last year, their cards started to turn up around Christmas time and gradually started to go up in the new year. And then as the All-Star game approacheth, they started to rise or they, they, they hit a peak, some of them. So I would say you've got a good six weeks, seven weeks to be looking at some of these players. There's no FOMO. There's no missed opportunity. If you're like, ah, I want to research these guys. I don't know about Gary mentioned LaMelo Ball, maybe Cade Cunningham, maybe Zion. Maybe if you want to take three weeks to do some research and bargain shop and make some offers, you are the buyer. You have the power. I just want to say that to you again. If this is a list of buying list, you have the power. If this is a selling list, then I would say uh, know what you have and how long you're willing to wait. Because sellers, if you want to, if you want to get the max profit that you're going to see this season, apart from your guy going off for like averaging fifty a game, like if Durant averages fifty a game until Christmas, then like rip my list apart, right? If somebody goes historic on us, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't predict that. I can only go by past performance and say, well, Kevin Durant spent the last ten years not scoring fifty a game, so how about that, right? But that's our list. Guys, thanks so much for being with us today. Jason Tatum, LaMelo Ball, KD, Jalen Brown, you know the guys, Cade. A lot of good deals in there right now, and they'll be around for quite some time. 
I'm Gary. This has been Hoops and Cards, the fastest growing basketball card podcast on the planet. I'm just kidding. We're having a good time, and uh, it is so great to, to have you with us. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, please, if you're at a card show or if you're with some friends or if you're talking basketball and uh, you know you need some background noise, play our podcast, refer our podcast, tell others about it. Man, word of mouth, that is the best thing, word of mouth. That's how we get around, how we make new friends in the hobby. So keep it real. Look forward to going through the next six on the countdown. Our next episode is going to be about players number 12, the countdown from 12 to 7. Mm, getting you ready for the NBA season, right? Right? All right. Have a great one. See ya. Help me. Help me. Help me help you. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Thank <laughs> you.